Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. This is Yolanda and we are in session number eight. So today we are going to talk about something that is a big trigger for so many healers, teachers, coaches, and actually this shows up in all areas of life. When we are in a space of being afraid of being seen as a fraud, or sometimes we're just not in our authenticity and we feel like a fraud. Now, we don't have to stay in that space. So I wanna talk to you about this today on Reiki Radio, but first I want to invite you to join the community. Um, I have just created a Seekers Circle as part of the show. I received so many emails and questions and You know, I love hearing from you. I always tell you I do. But I thought it would be interesting if we all shared a space together where I can answer some of your questions live. Um, I can interact with you and you can support each other as well. So I created a private group on Facebook for us to get together and, you know, exchange And if you want to join the group, just go to facebook.com. My page is Yuchi Wellness. And when you like the Yuchi Wellness page, um, that will make sure you get updates of whatever postings go there. But then also look for the tab that says Community. When you click on the Community tab on the Yuchi Wellness page, you will see the Seeker Circle and just click to say that you want to join. So I will start meeting you all there after the shows and we'll probably have some kind of schedule so that you'll know when we're going to meet to discuss. But anyway, I would love to see you there. So that is it. Let's get into the show. Okay, feeling like a fraud. The pressures really of being spiritual or on the spiritual path. That's what really prompted this. Um, As I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I receive a lot of emails and feedback from those of you listening and tuning in, and I love it. I love to hear your stories, your questions, your points of view. And after the podcast that I did a few weeks ago, about overcoming your limitations, I received quite a few emails about healers and teachers and coaches who were feeling uncomfortable or a little nervous or afraid of putting themselves out there. And so I thought I would speak to that specifically, but then one of the emails used the big word fraud. Someone shared that they were feeling like a fraud because they don't always feel spiritual and yet they are teaching or helping people to align with their own spirituality. Well, one of the first things I wanna say is that, you know, a lot of times we fall into the pressures of being or showing up or projecting as something that isn't necessarily authentic to what is actually going on for us. And yes, if you are in session, 
um, regardless of what's going on in your personal life, you are holding space for other people. So you want to show up in that space just outside of your stuff. However, when we feel like we are being a fraud on our path, it's just indication that we may not be being authentically us. Now, I'll say this. When I first started doing this work, um, when I first started studying Reiki even, you know, people would ask me, what is Reiki? And I would give the standard definition of whatever I learned in class, what I read in books, what I was told. People would ask me what they would experience in Reiki. Again, I would default to what I read, what I was told. And there was a part of me internally that was like, I'm not even sure if this is necessarily true. So what I started to do was to pay more attention to what I actually experienced. I started to be more mindful and engaged in my practice, recognizing what I actually thought was happening, what I was experiencing. I started to put what Reiki was in my own terminology, my own description, based on the experiences that I had. And when people asked me what to expect, I started giving answers, again, based on my experiences and based on the interactions that I was having with clients and students. So it became authentic. I was no longer just regurgitating information based on what I was taught or told, and I was not even too sure if it was true or not, I started to speak from a place of my experience. So I think that's a big one for those of us, again, who may be healers or coaches or teachers, when we're sharing information, a lot of times there is this tendency of just sharing what it was that's been passed down to us, but never truly going deeper and embracing it or experiencing it as our own. And this is one of the main reasons I say all the time, practice your practice. Because it's one thing to take in information. And when we think about how we function in this world, in most of what we engage with or have been taught to engage with, we are functioning a lot from our logic, our analytical minds, you know, just again, taking in information. But in this realm of spirituality and this work, it's beyond the information. It's really about your application. It's about your transformation. And you're not going to simply transform from retaining a lot of words that were passed on to you. It's your experiences. Your experiences are what will help you to shift, to change, and to understand. Your experiences are going to be what make these techniques and tools authentic to you. You start to become the practice, the technique. You start to then really become and embody whichever role you're taking on, healer, coach, teacher. And this will be unique to you. Now, another pressure um, people put on themselves is thinking that they're supposed to emulate you know, other teachers, healers, and all of these things. And so 
we have been also taught in a lot of ways to be everything and anything outside of what feels resonant and true to us, right? We have been conditioned in so many ways to think that we're supposed to follow these patterns or roadmaps of what we're supposed to be instead of tuning into what we feel we came to be. And we all have our unique expression. We are all a unique expression of the divine in form. You have a very unique personality. There's something about your character. There's something about you that will magnetize your tribe, your community to you. There is something about you that will magnetize your clients, your students to you. Just as every other area of your life, your energy is what is magnetizing your relationships, your friendships, your other experiences. And even in those situations outside of healer, teacher, coach, just in your regular life, you know, sometimes again, we feel like a fraud because we're not being authentic to ourselves. We're not really listening to that inner guidance, that inner pull. A lot of times we stay in patterns or situations or behaviors because they're either familiar or we feel that it's expected or we're afraid of the change. And so something in us feels really off. And again, we don't feel like we're in our integrity. And it's very disturbing. I mean, it's very uncomfortable. But when we finally get to that space of taking ownership of what we truly feel, what we feel, when you finally take ownership of what your experiences are or have been, all of that weight starts to fade away. That discomfort starts to fade away of feeling like you're being a fraud. And you start to step out of the fear of being identified as one because now you're being true to you. Now, in this realm of spirituality, you know, that word in of itself is a huge trigger. And so many teachers and coaches and all of these things, even just, you know, practitioners doing sessions have a fear of being called a fraud because there is so much criticism around these practices and beliefs. And part of that is cultural. Now for us in the West, all of these things are new in a sense. I mean, they've been around for a while, but it's new to us in comparison to like say other cultures or even in the East. So practices like yoga and meditation, and now even this practice of Reiki, Of course, there are other cultures and lineages that practice um, energy healing, energy work in so many different ways. But again, here it has been taboo for so long, a lot of judgment around it. And so there is this fear, naturally, of being judged for stepping into these roles. And part of that is, you know, as people who show up to want to help and support as a coach, as a teacher, as a healer, you do 
um, have a tendency of putting a lot of pressure on yourself of just wanting the person to get the best out of the exchange with you. And you want them to feel better. And you hope that they see or witness a result. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, a lot of expectation. And this is why it's so important to show up in this work really in a neutral space. I mean, the best that we can do is hold space of intending that whomever we are working with, whomever we are sharing with, that they receive whatever is in the highest and best for them. Now, you will have people that you work with that are amazed by the work that you've exchanged with them. And you'll have other people who feel like they didn't experience much at all. But what's interesting about this work is, again, you just have to trust that they got whatever they were open enough to take in and experience. And you also have to trust that it was whatever they may have needed at the moment. And there's layers to this. In the realm of this energy work and transformation, some people will be much more open to allowing the transformation. They may be more sensitive to feeling and seeing and sensing things in session. If you're a coach, you may have certain clients who are much more open to doing the work to support their own transformation and growth. Now, there are some people that have more hesitation that may be more skeptical, but they are working through their layers in their way. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you weren't good enough or that you weren't good in your practice. It just could be that they are just simply working through their layers and they may have more to work through to open up more to the process. And you know, sometimes it's just that we are not for everyone. That's another reason why people fall into this this energy of feeling like a fraud because they're trying to be everything to everyone. Are you trying to be everything to everyone? Are you putting pressure on yourself that you have to appease everyone who comes to you for whatever work that you do? Are you putting that pressure on yourself in relationship, in career, as a parent? Now, we are all individually going through our processes of growth and transformation and understanding. And on top of this, we won't always agree, <laughs> you know, and not everyone will agree with you or your work or your point of view. That's okay. We all have the freedom of thought <laughs> to, you know, process and translate information in our own way to allow experiences in our own way. So if you find that, you know, you have a session or you're working with people or just any area of your life where someone doesn't agree with you or they don't validate your point of view, really pause and make sure you stay in your authenticity, stay in your integrity instead of scrambling to try to adjust to what they will approve, especially in this work. 
because it's really about your experience. And that's part of the reason that this work has become so popular and is expanding rapidly here in the West. Think of the people who started out with these practices here. The people who first started talking about these ideas and philosophies here. Can you imagine the amount of ridicule that they faced? And still they stood in the truth of their experience. They stood in the truth of what they were learning, how they were growing. And because it made such a significant impact in their lives, they stood out to share. And this has been passed down, I mean, for so long, but it's because of the people who were brave enough, really, to stand in their authenticity so that we could be here now having these discussions about the, you know, these different practices and philosophies. I can't imagine what my grandmother would have thought about Reiki, you know? But here we are, and it's becoming normalized in our culture now because of the people that had courage to stand in the truth of their experience and pass this knowledge and information on to us. But the key is whatever you practice is to practice (laughs) and really acknowledge what your experiences are. And as you share and as you show up, be true to what your experiences have been. You won't feel like a fraud when you believe and trust in you. You know, it's really an interesting thing. There's also a tendency in all of this to discredit what we experience. You know, we'll go into a session, meditation, whatever it may be. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard it before. You may have said it yourself where you've had this experience or the person you're working on had an experience of seeing or feeling. And they say that to you, but then they follow up with, Yeah, I didn't feel or see anything. We've been so conditioned to not believe or trust what is non-physical, what isn't tangible, what hasn't been approved by society as a whole at large. Not to mention all of the deep-rooted teachings that have been passed down to so many of us you know, through our lineage, whether it's religious beliefs or just just so many different things. So even when you step into this work, you have probably had to work through a lot of your own layers of disbelief just to accept the experiences that you are having. Now, there's also this pressure of perfection, When we show up to do this work, when we take on these titles and roles as healer, coach, teacher, practitioner, a lot of people put a pressure on themselves to seem enlightened, you know, to use all the spiritual jargon, to always appear to be happy. You don't want anyone to know that anything's ever wrong because you think that you're supposed to be spiritual, 
and that that's always supposed to look shiny and pretty. Again, this takes you outside of your authenticity because the truth is we're all learning nonstop. We all have highs and lows. We all have ups and downs. We all have days where we feel good. We all have days where we feel like absolute crap. But what is true is that, you know, as you practice and the more you practice and the more you implement certain tools and techniques and philosophies into your life, you may become more resilient. You may deal with the upset better. You may be able to bounce back more quickly. You may stop personalizing things. You may start to see things from a higher point of view, higher perspective, and be able to fall into a space of understanding more quickly. But the only one putting pressure on you to be perfect, this ideal model of spirituality, is really you. And if you step outside of that expectation, you can allow yourself to be real. And here's the thing, you know, I, it was interesting to me from the beginning of the show, I would have people reach out to me. And one of the main things that people tell me is that they're thankful for me being honest about the experiences that are tough. And they appreciate that, you know, like I'm vulnerable on the podcast. I'll tell you like, yeah, I I felt like crap. So I say that to say People, all of us, want to be able to connect. And when you feel you have to put yourself on this pedestal of perfection, you're not really relatable. Not only are you not in your truth and not being authentic, no one can really relate to that because we all have some crap going on, right? So stand in your truth. Now, here's the thing, as a healer, coach, teacher, whatever, I'll use me for example. If I'm, you know, sharing with you on the show, like, yeah, I may tell you, I went through an experience and it was really tough. Now, I'm not going to just sit and complaint. I'm going to also share with you how I worked through that energy. And the more you are honest with you about what your experiences are, as well as how you work through certain energies, the better healer, teacher, or coach you will become because you will understand when your clients, your students, the people in your life, when they are struggling and going through difficult situations, you will understand how to truly help them through their process of transformation because you were true and honest in your own. And when you step out of putting so much pressure on yourself, you also release the judgment, the self-judgment, the self-criticism, which in turn is going to help you release the judgment and criticism of those who show up in session. And, you know, we'll actually talk about that one day because there's also um, a lot of pressure that practitioners and coaches put on themselves just in sessions. So I'm not going to go into that today, but we will definitely talk about that one day. But one of the um, other things I wanted to talk to you about this is the shock 
<laughs> okay? So there, I can't tell you how many times I've worked with, you know, people who are practicing Reiki or, um, you know, coaches or whatever, and they are doubting themselves. And again, you know, they just want to show up. We just want to show up and provide the best service that we can. And so, you know, there may be a lot of doubt and fear around whatever work that they're doing. And then they have this client who shows up and is just amazed and has really gotten so much from the exchange. And the practitioner or the coach is so shocked. Have you ever had that happen where you worked with someone and their response to the session was shocking to you? Like, oh my goodness, what I did really worked. It really worked. This stuff is real. It's not just in my head, right? I'm sure you've all had that before. I had, listen, after years of doing this, I'm still shocked and amazed, okay? And I really don't doubt it. I mean, at this point, I trust my practice. I trust what comes through. I trust what I experience. But it's no less amazing to me when people really connect with their own transformation. When people really get something out of the session, they have an aha moment. When someone has their first experience of feeling or sensing energy in a very conscious way, it's amazing. And part of that, I just want to say, is a good time for you to really acknowledge Acknowledge those moments because it helps you to feel more confident as you practice. And, you know, there will be people here and there, again, that may not connect with or agree with what you say or do, but don't let the critics stop you from sharing your light. Don't let them stop you from being in your true expression. And don't let them stop you from sharing and showing up in your authenticity to support others. Because again, there are so many people that you're going to call forward. And if you're in your truth, in your authenticity, you're going to call forward a community that resonates with you. And they will be thankful for the exchanges because again, think about who you've been thankful for. Think of your teachers the people who have authored books that you have loved. Think about the classes, all of the information available out there. I mean, maybe there's YouTubers that you like, podcasts, anything. There are so many people who have stood in their authenticity and shown up because it mattered to them. And they believed in the work. They believed in their experiences just as you can and without comparing yourself to anyone else, you allow yourself to be the truest version of a healer, coach, teacher that you came to be, uniquely you. That's the beauty of being here. You came here to be you, not anyone else. And we take in all this information again because it helps us to remember it inspires us, it triggers us. But our application and our personal practice are what help us to develop 
our way of working with all of these beautiful tools and techniques, as well as help us to awaken to the beauty and the truth of who and what we truly are. And there is nothing fraudulent about that. Be true to you. So I hope that that is helpful. Again, check your authenticity in every area of your life, your work, your relationships, everything. Are you showing up in your integrity? I hope that you all are having a beautiful day. I hope you got something from the podcast. Don't forget to hop over to my Facebook page, Yuchi Wellness. Click on the community tab and join me in the Seekers Circle so that we can have discussions about the shows. I send so much love and light to you all. Have a beautiful day and remember to always journey in love.